At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on GSIN. Welcome back. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Week 18 in the NFL and plenty of news around the league. Diana Rossini, ESPN reports. The Titans are expecting Derrick Henry to return to practice today. He's a long shot to play on Sunday. Why would you, right? Because uh, you get the one, one seed, you're going to have the bye. But this is big news, that uh, depending on how he looks today. But the fact that they said this all along, they expect him to be back for the playoffs, and they might get the one seed and have him ready to go. Well, huge, obviously. Yes. And what I said earlier, I think, is a key point here. So I'm going to pat myself on the back, Paulie, to begin this hour. Um, <laughs> the fact that Foreman now has had this chance without Henry right. only gives them another weapon that they can rely on because, again, my thought, pro- Henry's an absolute beast. This is like the first time he's ever missed any significant time whatsoever. But just because he's back doesn't mean you want to go, okay, here's 29 carries today, pal. You ready for it? Yep. You know, he's going to tell the team, absolutely, give it all to me. You can, you can now utilize this backfield now that it's had some time to get plenty of reps. Yep. The individual performances this year by some players, Brady, Rodgers, what Henry was doing before the injury, the season Taylor's had, Cup, nuts. And it was. It also takes a lot of pressure off Tannehill. I mean, there was a rough stretch there for the Titans and Tannehill. You had A.J. Brown out. You had Henry out. But now Julio's off the COVID list. Right. They're going to be 100% going well, into the playoffs. And meanwhile, as this was happening, their defense was also getting better along the way. Yeah. Like, they have killed a couple of recent drafts. The secondary had some injuries, so, you know, they've had to overcome that. But, like, on that front line and their front seven – they are excellent at stopping the run. So they it's not just Derrick Henry, and that's it with this team. It's much more than that, and Vrabel's done a great job because, again, you take the best offensive player off any team, it's not going to be easy to overcome. Yeah, and a great performance to blow out Miami last week. You never want to go against Tom Brady, but uh, Tom and the, and the Bucks are going to be up against it. You don't have Godwin. You're not going to have Brown. See what they get back from the defense, and if they get healthy on defense, uh, what's for net status? Uh, but I think he's going to be ready for the playoffs. That, yeah, well, they need him. But that that's a big if, right? And if he's close to 100%. Tampa Bay Times' Rick Stroud reporting that Antonio Brown's camp believe he should not have been played in Week 17 due to his ankle injury. Uh, the belief is he never should have been on the field to begin with. He went to a non-team-affiliated surgeon and adds that an official release from Brown's camp will be coming soon. 
The Bucks are in active talks with the league about how they should handle the host situation. They still haven't cut him yet. You have that old, old, it's like, what? well, yeah. but I think that's part of the whole thing, right? Is that they need advice on, well, did we screw up? That kind of thing. They don't want to pay him. Right. They don't have to and, do him, pay him the whole salary too. that. You have that. And also like, I'm wondering here, this is just me thinking, it's like, is there any legal? Does he have a like, case? I think he might have a case. That's what I'm saying. Like, could they, could the team get in trouble for this and how they actually mm-hmm. operated on Sunday? If the guy, if the guy was hurt all week and he couldn't practice, and he's telling him during the game, guys, I'm not healthy right now. I'm hurt. I'm injured. I can't go back right. in. Get and, in, or, right. we're gonna, or yeah. you're gone. That's what they're saying. That's what he's saying. So that's they're, why they have he, cut him. He's yet. saying I can't play, and he says, "Well, just get out of here then." And right. then he did. He goes, "All right, go to hell," and he, and he left. And so that's why uh, the outside, okay. like he's going to go to an outside source, an outside doctor, not the Buccaneers team doctor, to get evaluated. Right. And who knows what to believe with this guy. Uh, Arian said, I saw the look in his eye, and I haven't seen that look in a long time before he uh, he left and and had the, threw the, everything into the stands. There's another report that he felt they didn't have his back during the whole vaccination thing with the fake card and when he was suspended and showed up a different guy, too. Well, I, I don't know. Well, that's on him. I mean, well, I could the, see the, I could the, also see that, too. Sure. The fact that they welcomed him back after that whole mess. I would say because they needed him, Antonio. Right. You you should feel pretty pretty fortunate right now that they're not going to cut you. Yes. but you can't cut somebody over COVID, you know, like Urban Meyer announced. But the way that they said you're going to be a vital, you're right. Well, they that's do, what, they need this guy. Well, I know, but that's where I want to hear. And, and Arians can take some of the blame. It was all teddy bears and ice cream about how he's a changed guy and he's a different guy. And I sat down yeah. and talked to him. He said that when he came back off suspension. Right. That's a week ago. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, you know, bad guy. He's got to get help, whatever. So Arians is to blame for some of this, too. But that that certainly helps him out that he's saying, I, I was injured. I told you that. And you're still like, well, go, who cares? Get in the game. Right. We need you. Just weird. Yep. How that played out. Okay. So we also had this yesterday. And this is going to be a major talking point, obviously, moving forward. I believe votes have to be in for the NFL awards uh, after this week. Because the playoffs have nothing to do with who's going to win the MVP, the Rookie of the Year. You get that, right? Um, so when you go back to when Aaron Rodgers, the news came out that he had COVID, and then he went on a national show, and he pissed a lot of people off. They disagreed with him. And at that point, from that day moving forward, a lot of NFL media made it a point, and they kind of – they, they attacked Rodgers almost. They, every story that they were doing was on Rodgers as a liar. He's a bad guy. You can't trust him. Bad teammate, et cetera, right? Well, there are 50 voters for the MVP in the NFL. That's it. And there are only first-place votes. So you don't vote like Rodgers first, Cup second, Taylor third, and a guy can't overcome another player if they don't have enough first-place votes. That's it. You get the first-place vote, and then boom. Um, whoever has the most is going to be the winner. One voter this week, Habarkish, who has covered the NFL for a long, long time. He lives in Chicago. He went on 670 the score in Chicago. Now, he went on Monday, and he said that he would not vote for Aaron Rodgers. The program that he was on yesterday, they asked him to confirm, did you go on the night show on the station a night ago and say that you will not vote for Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP? 
I did. Yeah. I mean, I've been pretty consistent about that all year. Um, I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your, your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did and be the most valuable player. It, it, has he been the most valuable on the field? Yeah, you could make that argument, but I don't think he is clearly that much more valuable than, than Jonathan Taylor or uh, or Cooper Cup or, or maybe even Tom Brady. And, and so from where I sit, the rest of it is why he's not going to be my choice. Do I think he's going to win it? Probably. You know, the, the, a lot of the voters don't don't approach it the same way that I do. Others do who I've spoken to. Um, but one of the, the, the ways we get to keep being voters is we're not allowed to say who we are voting for until after the award has been announced. I'm probably pushing the envelope by saying who I'm not voting for. Um, but we're, we're not really supposed to reveal our votes. Are they supposed to are off field things like vaccination status supposed to factor in or are there no guidelines for that? There's no guidelines. Uh, you know, we are told to pick the guy who we think is the most valuable to his team. And, and um, the, you know, I, I don't think it says anywhere, you know, strictly on the field. Uh, although I do think he hurt his team on the field, uh, you know, by, by the way he acted off the field. Okay, so it was a good five or six minute conversation. Again, that was Hub Arkish on 670 The Score yesterday in Chicago. And he also did go on to add that it, it, it's, it wasn't about the COVID deal. It was about Rodgers in the offseason. He wanted to stress that. And he said, basically, it didn't matter what Rodgers w- was going to do this year. He knew back then that he would not get his MVP vote. Okay. This is very important from a betting standpoint. Huge. He also said, I'm not the only one. Yep. I've talked to other people, and they feel the same way who have votes. Doors open. I will agree with them that you can't. Yes, compared, I mean, but. If you take Rodgers off the Packers, they're a disaster. I could say the same thing about the Bucks and Brady. I could say the same thing about the Colts and Taylor. Uh, the Rams would still win games. But what Cup means to the Rams offense, too. I mean, Stafford's a disaster when he has to throw the ball elsewhere. Sure. So uh, he has a point there. But now I, people are outraged. I mean, people are ticked off, and this off the field should have nothing to do with this, and that there are no guidelines, and he doesn't like them. He can't stand them. And he called them a jerk, and he went through what he did holding the organization hostage and the antics in the offseason and what he did and not showing up. And I want this done and I want that done. So I would, again, go back to what Chris Mortensen said earlier in the week, that $4 is too high. It was too high. And when you hear that audio and there are other people, according to Hub, that feel the same way, right? $4 is, is, is asinine. I would remind people that the, the Buccaneers, they were 7-9, and nine the year before Brady got there, and that was the year that Jameis threw 30 INTs. So they had to overcome that season from him, turning it over left and right. They still won seven games. Well, I think he's a lot better than Blaine Gabbert, though, even though with the turnovers, but that's... Oh, sure. I, I would... Yeah. Absolutely, he is. But it's, you, know, you can say because you can't prove it, though. I mean, I, I don't know. Did they win six with Gabbert? I mean, who knows? But that's... And we've seen Green Bay without Rodgers. Yes. Plenty now. So we And we saw it one time this year. Couldn't do anything with the football. El Zippo. Love just yeah. at the time in his one start just didn't have it. So And you might see it Sunday too. But that is some audio. I give him credit for putting his name on it. Oh, so do yeah, I. That that you have to so give him right, yeah. In fact, he pointed out, uh, I'm not even sure I should be saying this. <laughs> but so if yeah. he if he said that phrase, I mean there are others. Again, I wanted to point this out one more time that Adam Shine also has a vote and he tweeted last night and said there are others. Who? Who are they? 
So he was surprised to hear Hub actually say that, or that also means like Adam talks to people who have votes and they're like, I, oh, I yeah. haven't heard this from anybody okay. else. Yeah, yeah, you called it all along, but there are big name people who have criticized this guy from the get go. Oh, players, Br- Bradshaw, former players. Bradshaw ripped them, and that whole crew on CBS ripped them for not not COVID before after the week one oh, loss. Yeah, no, they blame the week one loss to the Saints on Rodgers and the off the and off the field in the off season. Yeah. It was Cower, it was Burleson, it was Sims, it was Esiason. They all ripped them. Yeah. I thought you were talking about they all ripped Hub Arkish. And plenty of people are piling on him today, including current players and former players. And that's why they're saying the media should never, ever have a vote for stuff like this. So, anyway, uh, minus $4 today seems a little bit higher than what it did yesterday, in my opinion. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, Bill Brinson's going to join the program with CBS Sports. Which NFL games does he plan on betting in Week 18? We'll ask him coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Sports Betting Network. Beeson has a great new offer. I'll make this your best betting year ever. Our new big game, big dance special provides Beeson Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th. They're only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, big game breakdowns, college hoops betting guide, full access to Beeson.com. Beeson.com slash big deal to sign up today. Feedback we're getting throughout the show. Uh, this is from Rich in Canada. Guys, I, I, hear, uh, I hear you on this, but I remember he was doing jumping jacks as he left the field, speaking of Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. So how injured could he have been? That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got another one, Barry. Not sure if he has the case. So. Like, I was watching that in real time. Yeah, My sure. head was spinning. Sure. What is this guy doing? Well, then the fact that Jet Security think he's a fan, they're going to tackle him. Correct. Like, who's this guy with his shirt off running, walking up and coming up the tunnel? Stroud also reported that he has a high threshold of pain. So, I, I mean, some people, then, I mean, some of the stuff is like, well, adrenaline kicked in as he quit his job and yeah. <laughs> he just walks off. How many people want to be well, Antonio could... Brown about take this? And look at light jog there, waving to the fans, throwing everything into the crowd, jumping jacks. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's Antonio Brown. Okay, you want to? He, he, bur- he burned his feet. Remember Hard Knocks with the uh, what was it course. called? The, the therapy thing he was right, using. Right, right, right. <laughs> burned his feet. Okay, so you want to talk about like the ultimate middle opportunity? Now this is like 
a lot of us play fantasy, right? So it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to track it. This is an absolute miracle. Matthew Barry from ESPN, he tweeted this out um, on Monday, and he said, a good friend of mine needs 52 from Najee Harris tonight. Last one of the year, what do you need? Put it into the universe and manifest it happening. There was uh, one of his followers, Thomas, who tweeted back. Now, this is, again, this is Monday morning before the, the game started. He said, I need Nick Chubb to score less than 6.24 points for a title, but score 4.93 points in another to win that title. So imagine that spot that he's in, right? You need that exact scenario, oh. and it has like zero chance of actually landing there. It's like, it's a non-zero, but it's like point zero 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 one percent chance of actually happening. Huh. It was a great matchup for Chubb against the Steelers. For some reason, not on the field. Yeah, Stefanski. Reddick and, and Manning were... They couldn't believe it, losing their minds. Yeah, and then, so Matthew Barry went and quote tweeted it. This is uh, late, I think, after the game. Holy bleep, and that's why you put it into the universe. Chubb finished with 5.8 points, and that guy won both titles. Are you kidding me? That, that to me, is, uh, in that scenario, that's like grabbing a college basketball total at plus 133 and a half to the over in play, and then coming back at like, you know, 146 and a half, 145 and a half, and it landing right there. But this is the last, that can happen in college hoops, right? That can happen in in a ton of sports. This is the last game of the entire year, the fantasy finals, the matchup for the Super Bowl. How's the scoring work? Well, every league and every four, like, it's going to be different. Is it a point for 30 yards or something? Or what, Usually, something? it's it depends on it. They all change. It's, it could be a point for 10 yards. It could be a, a okay. point for a reception, half point yeah. for, you know, could be standards. So there's no PPR. No, that, yeah, right. But that's not how, how that fell. Right. The other angle is Harris housing it. How many people lost or won because of the late Harris touchdown? I can't even imagine I mean, how that, many. That's, that's, that's lunacy, right? Uh, Ian Duncan, who does uh-huh. a lot of the stuff on Twitter. Right. At Ian Dunks, uh, you know, the first 10, that kind of stuff. Right. It happened to him. Yeah, and because Twitter can be a great thing at times, when you see you see all, all these guys, there were so many people who were in second place sending the text message to congratulate the person for winning before the Harris touchdown. Uh, so, great job. You got it done. Congratulations. Whoops, Harris scores. I won. Okay. okay. And people saying you reverse jinxed it, you son of a bitch. Okay, so it's... I actually I did that on Sunday. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm okay with this. You can't do that. No, no, you can was do it a this. Friend? Uh, he's a friend of a friend. I don't oh, really know him that well. You gave him the congratulations? Oh, absolutely. Oh. But see, but here's the thing. I'm playing I was playing against him. So in my that's totally okay. That's acceptable. If I'm it, Paul, if you have a bet on a game tonight and it's that's in the third it. quarter okay. and I yeah. pull a Steve here and say, Hey, congratulations, great job. You're looking, you, good. You know, looking, yeah, good. looking good. Looking good, yeah. That's unacceptable. If I'm playing in a fantasy league and I put it out there and say, Hey, great job, you took down the title, and at the time when I tweeted it, I had like a very small chance to win the title and come back and do it. And I did. But that's that's trash talking. That's the beauty of fantasy football is where on message boards, on text, on Twitter, whatever, you can get like that. You think that's allowed? A thousand percent that's okay. allowed. That's yeah, the yeah. Trash ah. talking is a thousand percent allowed and reverse jinx in fantasy football. For oh, sure yeah. it is. But if, I, if, I, if I'm not playing a certain individual, then it's stupid. I would never do that to yeah. you again on a separate bet. Interesting. That's good. 
I th- and I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. People, people kept all the receipts, too. People were showing, hey, here's the congratulations text I received before Harris took it to the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I lost, and this guy won as a result of that. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, certainly, yeah, the looking, you're looking good. And yeah, you'll see that on Twitter. People are congratulating you on a pick in the third quarter. Of course. Like, wait a second here. Oh, not, a time, not a time left. They they will do that <laughs> if a first quarter gets off to a great start. And you have the over. Yeah. Oh man, great call, looking looking tremendous. It's the first quarter. Yeah, Shauna did that to me when we were at watching games with Mike Palmer, the Cabana here. I had the uh, Eagles Browns game under. She said, "Congratulations on your win." When it was the third quarter, it was an NFL total. I had the under. Anything could happen. Well, I would also say that but people she doesn't know what's going on. I, but yeah, that's, yeah, I would say people that's different, n- but... not in the space. You, you got to give yeah. them a break. Yeah. And then you, you maybe when you get at home later that night you're like what was that <laughs> that that you, unleash hell there. you're never ever going to do oh, that again that's good that is so strong tweet or email if there was uh, fantasy shenanigans because of the uh, the Harris touchdown yeah. and by the way Man. am I right on that it's okay it's acceptable oh, in fantasy yeah, okay that's uh, I'm not so sure about that I think if you're if you're playing the person it is that's okay because you need to come back and beat this guy yeah it happens all the time well I guess also with 50 seconds left it should have been safe. Well, it should have been. I can't believe he housed right. it. He's supposed to fall down there. Here, here's the deal. Right. It's a one-on-one matchup. Okay. It's like, for example, if you yeah. and I made a side bet today, let's say we made a bet on a you know, a basketball game on a dime. I'll give you, I don't even have the schedule in front of me right now. But if I, you know, whatever, we make a bet. Then if it's me against you tonight, then I can also do the same thing. It's not you, you made the bet against the book, and I'm saying, hey, congratulations, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All good points. Wild. Middles that. Yeah. Oh, crazy. An all-timer for fantasy football. Oh, yeah. yeah Very yeah. good. Very good. I, uh, I I now agree with Adam Chernoff. I was thinking about this. I like the Ravens Sunday, and I'm fine if it's Huntley. Uh, Harbaugh said Jackson has a chance to play. But between the let's send them off a winner, final home game, the guy's crying afterwards, so emotional for Roethlisberger, as he said in the postgame presser, oh, that's right, we have to play Sunday now. It's an actual quote. Even though they're still alive, for, so are the Ravens too. I mean, it's a, a small chance. All hell has to break loose. But I keep coming back to this. Remember Harbaugh in the preseason? How can we forget? Right? Is it twenty in a row? This guy has won twenty straight preseason games. Right. So he wants to win at everything. That's how he is. Harbaugh's competitive. If they're keeping score, let's go. Even though it's a small percent, small chance that the Ravens can make the playoffs. Just between the press conference, he didn't play well. Such an emotional week. Short week, road game. Oh, that's right. We still have to play. Right? Guy crying on the field. Yep. I think the Ravens take out the Steelers. And that number is sitting at uh, five, five and a half at most spots. Yes. There were some three and a halfs out there, but now, you know, between some of the news and what's happened. Uh, but Jackson has a chance to play. And if he can go, why not? I say, why not? I mean, it all comes down to the Jags have to shock the world. But but still, I think the Ravens win and cover Sunday. I've changed my mind on that. Uh, by the I'm, way, I'm with Chernoff now. I would also say keep an eye on totals this week and how they might drop. Not only did that Bengals game flip from Cleveland as the favorite to now mm-hmm. Cincy Lane three, that total opened sixty. Uh, I'm sorry, total opened forty six. It's down to I see a forty on the board right now, and forty. So that's a full touchdown down right now on the total. And I think you're going to get a lot of line movement. Could have some weather games maybe this week, right? The totals here could be dropping 
Well, I think they're going to, they would come down this week as opposed to go up. I, I want to see how Cincinnati treats that game. Are they better off losing, getting the four, facing the Patriots, and then if they win, the Titans? Or do you want to get the three and then face a dangerous uh, indie team? Maybe I don't know. I mean, you still get Carson Wentz. You never know. And then you would have to go to Kansas City, likely, if you win. And I'm sure Spags will make the necessary adjustments in the rematch and not do what he did in the last meeting against Chase, please. Well, I would certainly hope so. I, I, I think it's in the best interest for the Bengals not to play anybody and lose Sunday. I feel a lot better about their chances, even though Tennessee's getting guys back. Mm-hmm. No? Good way to look at it. I, mean, I, I can get on board with that sure. for sure. No, I don't know. It, it's, it's a whole different animal. We know how they do this in the NBA. They study this stuff nonstop in the NBA about what's the best match. The Clippers laid down to get Luka Doncic, which was crazy. Almost backfired on him. Yep, yep. By the way, that Packers number now back down to two and a half. I can't wait to see a first half number on that game. I predict if Rodgers goes, oh, it's big. That first half will be bigger than the full it's game. Big. Yo, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, we will talk to Will Brinson from CBS Sports. Uh, he had a lot to say about the Joe Judge rant and how he is, how he's approaching Week 18 betting it coming up. The Sports Betting Network. Back on the program, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll get some uh, Week 18 picks here with Will Brinson, who uh, is an NFL writer for CBS Sports, also a host on the Pick Six podcast. Will, good morning. We've talked about this uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, MVP vote that will not be given by Hub Arkish, one of 50 members of the media to give out the NFL um, MVP award. Uh, he has a vote, said it yesterday, was adamant about it. He said it doesn't have to do with the vaccine. It has to do with the offseason, how he was a jerk. He made it personal. Uh, what did you make of Hub's comments yesterday? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I mean, the Hub, Hub Arkish and the Arkishes have, have uh, done a lot for football, yep. but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into it. I mean, you can't, this is the, the MVP it, 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 these awards, including like the, like the Hall of Fame, if you're talking about the Hall of Fame, I mean, there's there are strict rules. You know, this is not about your personal feelings about how someone acts towards, a, you know, like off the field. It, this is about their performance on the field. This is like, who's, who's the most valuable player? Tom Brady's been awesome. I think Joe Burrow, if the season was, if we were in week 13 and he'd just done what he just did, and the Bengals could keep this momentum going, uh, deserves you know, to be in the conversation. Yep. But Aaron Rodgers is clearly the MVP. I mean, clearly. Like this, I mean, th- where, this team with Jordan Love is a fi- like a five-win team. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, in fact, the offseason should only bolster his argument. The fact that Aaron Rodgers said you know, he wants to be in Green Bay, he wants to be paid, he doesn't want to be, uh, you know, he doesn't want his contract to be uh, set up so that way Jordan Love replaces him. He, he wants he, he you know he knows he's as good as he is and he he wants to be paid and uh, and treated with the requisite respect that comes with his talent level. Now is Aaron Rodgers a little bit laborious at times? Yeah, I mean yeah he's kind of a, kind of an a hole sometimes. But you know what? When you're that good, you get to be an a hole sometimes. And Aaron Rodgers. Uh, has has earned the MVP, and it, it should be obvious, I think. Do you think he's a bigger slam dunk than Watt to win Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah. I, I, I think Rodgers is a bigger lock. Um, 
I, I think I think that Watt kind of Watt was sort of in this per, like on the uh, Watt was Watt was probably the favorite right going into that game against the Browns um, and obviously you know coming away needing one sack to break the record if he breaks the record he just slams on Kyrie uh, and it'll do it in less than mm-hmm. you know, sixteen games which, which is awesome um, I, I do think people are still trying to give it to Miles Garrett and. Like people, people, the MVP is just more argued about. So I feel like people have sort of taken their stances. Watt now, after that game, absolute play of dunk. I, I think Rodgers, if you could bet Rodgers, I think under minus 500, just I don't, I don't want to lay juice on minus 500 or worse. But I mean, honestly, anything you know, 350 is, is probably a good price relative to where he stands. Uh, with with the voters, unless there's some sort of vaccination, uh, you know, uprising. Where are you at with the rookie of the year and the coach of the year? Uh, th- those are two really interesting ones. So I think that right now, you would see a lot of people lean towards Matt Lafleur for coach of the year. But and I get it. Like I mean, the dude, you know, deserves credit for the last three years. But he does have the MVP, and so I think it would be tough for the voters to, you know, just get in the mindset of, of, of these guys who are voting, and you know, it's going to be difficult for them to go with Rogers as MVP and Lafleur at Coach of the Year. Like, it just doesn't sort of add up. I, I, I tend to think Zach Taylor. I've got a Zach Taylor ticket from uh, from a few months back at like twenty-seven to one that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, but I, I, but I, in the end, I think it ends up being Mike, Mike Vrabel, and you can actually get him at like plus two hundred or something like that. If if the Titans beat the Texans and the and the Titans secure the number one seed, mm-hmm. and they do it without Derrick Henry, it's going to be tough not to give it to Mike Vrabel. So uh, to me, it comes out of Vrabel versus uh, Zach Taylor, and Taylor, you know, wins the wins you know, the NFC North or AFC North. Excuse me, that's a massive uh, move for him. Vrabel, it it, it it comes down to do you. What do you put more stock in? The the idea that you can go from like you know four like four wins to winning the division, or the idea that you can get the number one seed without your best player. Uh, as far as the rookie of the year, I mean, I I, I know um, uh, Sammy P uh, wrote an article for any uh, SN uh, up there in Boston about the the odd slip and how tough it is for Mac minus two. Mac was like minus four hundred. Now Jamar Chase is minus two fifty or something like that. Um, but the reality is, I think the I, th- I think that I think that actually mirrors reality for these voters. I think the voters want uh, Chase now. They see you know the explosive plays. Mac had a huge game. It was against the Jaguars. The Patriots aren't going to win the division. And ultimately, when the Bills beat the Pats at New England to sort of take the division back, if they do take the division back, we think they will, if they mm-hmm. beat Jets this weekend, um, that, that it, it ends up being Jamar Chase, not Mac, just because Jamar Chase was more exciting. You did an entire podcast on this uh, it, in, less than two, <laughs> in less than two minutes. How bizarre was the Joe Judge 11-minute rant? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Bill Barwell did an entire pod on this. Uh, it, it's, it's actually, I, I think it's a good listen. The I don't know what the big I, I would say this I'll rank my my favorite lies or my favorite half not truths from okay. Joe Scott. I don't want to call it a, I don't want to call him a liar. Uh, number one is that in 2018 he was on a uh, a team where everyone thought they were going to get fired halfway through the season 
and 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 then they managed to survive. It was the 2018 Patriots. They were six and two at midseason and seven and three at their bye, and they won the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, number two is that he has multiple former Giants players from from the team last year call him multiple times per week. Again, multiple players calling him multiple times per week, asking him to come back and play for him for less money. Uh, Bill and I did the math. There's like maybe two guys who would qualify, and they're both like 23. They don't call people, okay? They're like middle of the week. Like one of them's in Vegas. Uh, you know, like he got elevated from the practice squad. It's just, it's just not happening. Uh-huh. The other one is number three is that the uh, multiple current Giants players who are slated to be free agents come to his office again multiple times per week and beg him to re-sign them for, for 2022. Like, hey, Joe, I need more of this. Can you bring me back? Like this, <laughs> this, this is a blast. Uh, and then number uh, number four, I, I, I moved this one up, but it's that uh, Joe Judge uh, claims that every day he gets a dozen emails from Giants fans, and six of them are mad at what he's doing, and six of them just love what he's doing. But he also like <laughs> the Giants fans are emailing him every day saying, "Man, Joe." You are killing it. <laughs> Keep it going, bro. Keep it going. I love it. Team is quick. Bob and, uh, and Mike, Mike in Manhattan. <laughs> yes, right, right. Uh, As the team quits and can't score yeah. 10 points okay. in any of these games during the losing streak. Uh, the thorough, a terrific breakdown. Who do you like in the Sunday night game between the Chargers and Raiders? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I want to lean towards the Chargers, but uh, I'm I'm notorious. I I've been notoriously off of the Raiders and Derek Carr. Really impressed by what they've done down the stretch. I, I think I think the Chargers are the more talented team. Uh, I, I I do like you know going on radio hits and saying that I don't know does the house lose in Vegas um, and uh, and then telling people that the that the Raiders will win. I for me it probably comes down to Derwin James. And whether or not he's 100%, if Derwin James is 100% and he plays the entire game, I think the Chargers win. If not, then uh, it's going to be a close game. Chargers can't run away with it just because of how they operate. So um, I'm hesitant to lay the points on the road with them, but I do think they're a substantially better team. Uh, Derek Carr and his clutch performances down, you know, down the stretch of the season kind of scare me, though. Are you taking it easy in Week 18, or do you have a best bet at this point? Oh, oh, uh, well, what has the Washington line moved past the touchdown? Mm. No, no, it has not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, There's why there's why Washington, because uh, it, also in Joe Judge's comments, <laughs> he said, he said, uh, we're not out here punching each other on the sidelines. We're not some clown show organization. Uh, that would be presumably referring to yes. uh, the Washington football team who were punching each other on the sidelines just like five days before that, before his rant, or six, six days before his rant. And Ron Rivera hears these things. And like, Ron Rivera yeah. knows that Joe Judge, uh, like, operator of the four-win uh, Giants team that is starting Jake Fromm against his defense. I mean, it, it, I think that was the most foolish thing of all because if – it's not a lie, per se, but it's the most foolish thing of all because if – the if like the Giants can get beat by 50 by Washington, I mean that wouldn't be that surprising. I think Ron Rivera will run up the score and and bludgeon Joe Judge for those comments specifically. So I'm uh I'm, I I I think Washington 
uh, for Week 18. I also took Dallas for Week 18 just because I, I think Philly won't play the rest. Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter, at Will Brinson. Will, as always, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate that. Good job. You guys got it. See ya. And there you go. And read him call? at CBS Sports as well. Yeah, he said clown show. Yeah, he did. I forgot about that. Up next, our in-pocket plays. What we're betting today and this week. Coming up here on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. Take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope, five to one. Nope, ten to one. You're out. All right, here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. I bet uh, Alabama plus three uh, in the game next week on Monday in the national title game against Georgia. We ran down all of the numbers on the program yesterday uh, with Nick Saban in his career at Alabama as an underdog. He's won three straight by at least 17 points, and he's 6-1 and one as a dog. So I'll take my chances with Alabama. Sure. Again, I, I don't love the bets, um, but in, because, you know, Bama now without some guys, Georgia had a chance to see them the first time now and can tinker with that a little bit, but I have to take save it against Kirby Smart. And uh, tonight in hockey, I will take the Leafs in regulation. 60-minute line at DraftKings, for example, you can find minus 120 against Edmonton. What has happened? McDavid's got COVID now, but they've lost 10 of 12. One of the wins was Seattle. Oh, they are sliding. You can't even count that. It's a half win. Yeah. What happened? They were so playing so well early on. Oh, it looked like they were gonna, you know, if you want to go back, it looked like they were gonna run away with the division. Realistically speaking, that wasn't gonna happen because other teams were playing above expectation, but also it's because the, the Knights were going to get healthier. The thought was at some point, so the Knights were going to put up a really good season. But what's happening right now at Edmonton is just, uh, it's awful. It is. Yep. Bad. All right. Uh, I'm staying strong with the Chargers. I like them a lot Sunday night. Car in a big game, please. Uh, plus the fact that they, they just, they, that was, they destroyed them in the first meeting. That was a funky game with the delay, the weather delay and everything. Gruden was still there. But I trust the Chargers here and Staley and Herbert more than the Raiders and their coaching staff. Uh, great story that they're in this position, winning in. But I'll take the Chargers and I lay two and a half. If you don't want to get involved with the, with the points, you think it's three, three, you can uh, 
go money line as well. I will add the Ravens. That's five. You can find five. I just think the guys won 20 in a row in the preseason. Uh, he he wants to win every game. Harbaugh, a chance Jackson plays. Not for nothing. Uh, they were up nine points against the Rams late in that game. Oh, I know. And they were right. It came all the way back and had a chance to beat the Packers. Hasn't been a blowout city. You did have the third-string quarterback, Johnson, couldn't stop the Bengals when they were ravaged by COVID, too. But you're going to see a lot of fight, plus the fact Ben, short week, crying, emotional on the, on the, side, on the field. Afterwards, I'll lay the five with the Ravens. Uh, also tonight in hockey, only two games. You're on one of them. Take a look at the Penguins in the first period. It's $1.40 on the money line. You can also lay half a goal with a juicy price. Yari's been great, the run he's on. He's got a goal, uh, goals against under two and a 930 save percentage. He's been great. They've covered seven in a row in the first period. They've had the lead in seven in a row. And that's a juicy price if you lay the half. Uh, but... The last 17 games, they've allowed four first-period goals. Okay. six. They just put a six-spot up on San Jose the last game. 6-1, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 1-0, 3-0, 0-0. That's the actually... That Pittsburgh's on in the first period. That, to me, is more impressive than winning the first period seven consecutive times. The four, Only the four, four goals. Four goals in 17 first periods? Yeah. That's awesome. That is something. And that Mr. Otto, thanks for pointing that out, too. And then you also have this 21-2 and overrun in the third period with Colorado. That's another one, the award, the Vesna. There are so many oh, good sure. candidates as of right now, and we've had a lot since, like, basically the big, you know first couple of weeks of the season. Yes. And, like, you brought up Yari for the Penguins. He might be a guy that could steal that award. Yeah, and Markstrom was great. That Calgary had a lot of shutouts early on. Just Turkin's been great with the Rangers. He's been phenomenal. Yes, first place Rangers. This that guy's juicy. in the mix. Yep. I never – I was alerted to them – um, oh, a while back. I couldn't even remember the timeline on this. By the time I looked, the numbers were just, they vanished already. So bad. That's such a bad job by me. Because we knew Gallant was a hell of a coach. Yeah. And the Rangers had talent and were uh, uh, on the come. Terrible job. And, of course, they're in first place. Good division. That thing's, uh, that, that's tight as well. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. We are getting a lot of feedback on that uh, brief discussion we had about reaching out to somebody. You don't want to jinx them when they have a bet in. Uh, and people are saying in fantasy, it's absolutely acceptable okay. and encouraged when it's a, a head-to-head matchup. Okay. That's fine. Again, yeah. I would never have congratulated the the guy I was going against if he was in the title game and I wasn't. I would never, ever do that. Hey, you're looking great today. Congratulations. But the fact that I was playing against him, right? Uh, you know, it's time to start. You good know. breakdown. Yeah. And you can, you cannot do that to someone if they have action on the game. On oh, game. no. Looking good. Oh, nice call here. This, it's the second quarter. It's the second period. What are you doing? You will hear this. Well, you, you're, you're going to hear this in sports books across this city and wherever else. Uh, this game's already over with. You'll hear that, and you're going to say, great call on that bet. You'll, you'll hear that going to any book in Vegas. Okay. I thought, uh, I, I thought that was a good interview with Will. Um and by the way, Watts as high as five fifty to win Defensive Player of the Year, as he should be. I don't care if he doesn't. If he, the, they shut him out, the Ravens shut him down. But well, the, that, the, the catch, the lie during the eleven minute tirade by Judge, unprecedented. I mean, it just you're pulling stuff out of your butt. You're lying. The, there's no way multiple guys are calling you saying, "I, I, I want to come back, please," and I'll do it for less money. I and mean, what are you talking about? Uh, and then, right, if you break down the roster, like a 23-year-old's going to, hey, Joe, how you doing? You know, like in the emails, too. But that's a great callback because that was also lost in the tirade 
I forgot put two and two together. Yes, they play Washington Sunday. He called them a clown organization. Yeah. Because they, they got in the fisticuffs and the altercation on the bench with the defensive players. And I'm sure Rivera and the whole team is well aware of that. So, yeah, we might want to play the young guys, but it's as bad as they've been, and it's Jake Fromm, and they haven't been anywhere close during this losing streak. How, how bad was Sunday? I, I will say this. Yeah, 24 passing yards against the Bears. Yep. So th- this is going to be the beginning of now the rest of NFL history with at least 17 games. This is the first year ever and how teams are going to treat this. So now we have another week for the teams that are absolutely at the bottom of the barrel to go out there and they have to give it one more best effort for the team, right? Right. Okay, so teams have wanted to punt on the games you know, over the years in week 16 or game number 17, week 17. Now that they have a game number 17... What does it look like for the teams that are at the very bottom and then moving forward and these teams that are completely out of the mix and now you got to go play one more game? Like if, like, because what does Washington have to play for? Nothing, right? And we've already heard that team, the coaching staff, come out and say that they want to play the young guys. Right. So that can mean some of the backups could get in. Well, to your angle, quickly, you're right. It also benefits the Giants to lose. Of course have, it does. two picks. All these teams that multiple teams have two picks in the top 10. But if they if they already like look like they quit on the season a week ago, how what do you think their attitude is like now, especially after the coach came right. out on a rant like that? Right. So just something to maybe keep an eye on for future years. Like this is the beginning of the year. Now again, week 17. If all these bad teams have no effort this week, would you be surprised? I think playing at home is also a negative. The bad thing. The, the, the fans who actually show up, I can't imagine there'll be many. They might get a free diet soda. But the fans who do show up will be all over the Giants and, and oh, yeah. ownership. And well, you, I mean, that, that guy, you want to bring that guy? That's You think that's Belichick, according to reports, Mara? He loves the guy. He's terrible. Well, the special team sucks, too. That's his area of expertise. It could look at like Halloween in Jacksonville on Sunday with how many fans are going to show up wearing clown suits if that actually comes that, to fruition. Right, right. And maybe that could be a thing in New York with the Giants and other teams as well. Like this guy, are you kidding me? He's a total clown. I'm going to wear my Bozo suit. To the stadium on Sunday, and the, the the amount of booing that you could hear in stadiums across the country wow. with bad teams that they're getting blown out blown out this week. Well, we've also seen Jacksonville here down the stretch too, fifty to three. Well, three minutes it, left against the Patriots. Like typically, again oh. to my point here, oh. their seasons are over with by now, yeah. and if they've already quit, they have one more game to go cap off the season. Do they care? How could you? I guess the only thing you want to do is go out there and if your job's on the line for next year, that makes some sense. And you don't want to get hurt by, you know, half-assing it around in the football field. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe this would be a good week for Ron Robbins. I will also say this is going to be a good week if you think the opposite. Well, if you think teams are going to be feisty in the first half, you can I, this week you're going to be able to catch some really good and juicy first-half numbers on underdogs. Saints Atlanta comes to mind. What's that first half number going to be? Okay. Um, I can't wait to see what the Packers are laying in the first half against the Lions. Same thing with the Buccaneers against the Panthers. Like the Chiefs are seven for the um, ten for the game. Are they going to be seven for the first half? Because I think if you make that number, uh, it's something to watch anyway. Well, there'll be more info coming out too about how teams oh, yeah. are, all, all, yeah. all these teams are going to treat these games. Don't forget, VSIN has programming like this live all day long, every single day, including this afternoon on My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonatoni. 
Fred Musburger is going to join her today, as he does every single Wednesday. You do not want to miss the conversation as they look back on everything happening in sports. My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonatoni. Weekdays at 5 o'clock Eastern, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Go to vsin.com to learn more about what we do here and all the places you can watch us now. All right, that's it for us. Back tomorrow, 7 Eastern, including Mike Palm and Circa. And no hyperbole. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you. Bet River Sports. Bet River Sports. Bet River Sports. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.